Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hello, everyone. Tonight, we jumped ahead a little bit to the year 2002 in terms of when this production came out. A show that came out after Crusade, but takes place before Crusade. What What is the year? I, I, they I didn't was, ever say it, actually. I don't think I ever, yeah, I don't think they ever mentioned it. I'm sure you could find it online somewhere. But it's, because it's, it's called Legend of the Rangers. So you thought it was like, maybe like a really old, yeah, kind of like, maybe about like the, the Valen generation of yeah, Rangers. Yeah, that's what I was expecting, but. No, and, we got none of that. And, and who knows? Maybe there were things he had planned for that would make more sense out of the title than mm, that would get more he, legend mythology. And he did do the whole like I like legends and myths and rangers That's if you like. So true. maybe it's just he's his part in the legend and the rangers, or maybe just the the legend word didn't have a whole lot of like pop culture real estate. So like, hey, legend, that sounds cool. And maybe he didn't. Yeah, it's just like, hey, let's go for it. So I don't know. Anyway, it's probably what well, well. They said Jakar's been running around for a couple of years, mm-hmm. so maybe it's five, ten. It, six feels, years. it feels like about five years or so after. He's, because there's not many. Like the, apparently, the Narn and the Drazi have only got a couple of people through the training system. Yeah, so yeah, it can't so, be too long after. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, this was done for Sci-Fi Network as opposed to TNT. Interesting pilot. What did you think of uh, the whole whole thing? I thought it was weird. Because we didn't have any... Is this the first one we don't have any... I mean, other than Jakar. Mm-hmm. He's the only Babylon 5 character. Right. Is this the first movie that we've had that be the case? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, movies, okay. yeah, in terms of, like, no main cast. Okay. I mean, th- again, this really was, like, I a pilot... I mean, they name-dropped. Yeah, they, they name-dropped other people. But, yeah, this really was a pilot for a spinoff with, uh... So it's in the world, but it's not really trying to be next generation yeah. or anything. Yeah. So, first question... Would you watch this show? Uh, My dad over there is saying yes. Yeah, I, would. I don't. I don't think so. Unless they're gonna do, like, there were no compelling like none of the characters jumped out at me or had any real. I mean, the captain, what, Daniel, which everyone just calls him Daniel. They don't call him Captain. Um, I, think which, I think it's David actually. Or David. Yep, that's how memorable he is. Um, sorry, <laughs> I, I just. He's the only one that shared anything about him about himself. Mm-hmm. You know, none of the other characters did. Well, we got these very, very brief, like one sentence sort yeah, of like yeah. ideas. Share your truth. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It just seemed very surface level. I can see that there wasn't a, a real strong hook that like, yeah. why are we going to be following this crew exactly? Yeah. My, I mean, it may be just my, I'm optimistic. My guess is that, like, did the naming thing, so, because there are backstories for all these characters. Right. J. Michael's point of view. And so, I mean, I like Turk, I like Dulan. Dulan was a blast. Yeah, I, I, I like the captains, yeah, their, their friendship, rivalry. Yes. Kind of ribbing each other. That was a lot of fun. That was a, Unfortunately, he was, like, in the med bay most, half, yeah. Half. yeah, I was disappointed by that. Yeah, that was a shame, because he, yeah, that guy was probably one of the most fun characters. His eyes were ridiculously large. Gotta say that. Just <laughs> okay. gotta mention it. They might have been fake. I think it was a, it seemed very, uh... Well, like Star Trekky, or I mean, because it was going to be like a, it's a small crew mm-hmm. on a ship. Some of the design stuff was interesting. Like, yeah, they all sat around this tiny little display yeah, thing in like a round yeah. table. Like they're almost more equals than it's a little. Yeah. That made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it was. It, I mean, it's just a really small crew too. I mean, it's like five people or something like that. I would say ten, but yeah, it's it's a different dynamic than say it would be, your I mean, Enterprise. I think it would be interesting to see. I was more intrigued by this whole 
the hand and the, the underground city. The, the yeah, I mean that. I think the bigger story that they were getting ready to do might have been really interesting. You know, I remember when you and I first saw this. The hand was one of the things we were least. We were annoyed with because, like, oh, what? There's another ancient civilization. Yeah, but if you're gonna have more shows, that's but, what they, you always have to up the next. Then Star Trek's been doing that for <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what was interesting this time watching it directly after Third Space? Well, not directly after, not long after we watched Third Space. Was here, I was like, I wonder if there's any connection with that race. I, I don't know that I thought of that before. Like when we first saw it, I was things like, oh no, it's just another weird ancient race. But now I'm like, I wonder if it was actually the same one that because they were from like a parallel dimension, maybe. I did like the. It wasn't even the hand, but the whatever the goes to Christmas future. Um, I love that. Yeah, His voice, whoever they got the voice I, for was. I thought there were some really interesting changes in the looks of things and the designs of stuff. I like the traitor guy. You know, we've mentioned before. Brianna and I are big fans of Face Off, the sci-fi. Uh, yeah, he was a cool alien. Like he his was. his design was really neat. Yeah, and I really like like after they roughed him up, like his porcupine things were a little bent and out of shape. Green, green blood. I just uh, I, I thought really his like. voice was cool too. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. matched his character. That's one thing mm-hmm. that Babylon Five the the all the aliens just talk like regular people. Well, with the exception of Drazi, I guess. <laughs> but, but like they just have normal voices. Yeah, um, it's true. So that was like, ooh, we got a cr- like creepy little minion voice for this guy. <laughs> yeah. No, I I really liked the the updated look of everything. In yeah. like it was the only thing that looked kind of like very reminiscent to me of like the original series was some of like the training rooms on Minbar. So like that looked very kind of like eh, kind of Babylon Five stagey. But I, I I love the design. It's really I wonder if this was shot on digital as opposed to being shot in film like the original been. series was, just because it had a the whole thing had a different quality to it. Yeah, and how about that fight sequence? The, uh, <laughs> I knew I knew we were going to get to this. So oh, I love that. No. <laughs> I mean, Battlestar Sarah. Yeah, it was. It's a new and improved. No, here's version. my biggest problem with it. I get that they wanted they like this might look cool and stuff, but like it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it is not in any way a practical way for a a spaceship to fire upon other the humans aren't going to target better this is the only part only part in all my babylon 5 watching that i wish that they would um watch this on uh mystery science theater (laughs) yes because they'd be be like (laughs) i thought it was super lame anyway i I just it didn't it didn't make any sense it was not practical yeah it It isn't comic relief Bad way to do a fight, and then at the end, she goes berserk. The berserk was overkill. (laughs) It was. I can't believe that you would you would film that and then make the decision to release her screaming and doing like thirty punches. Oh, well, the camera shots were the 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 cuts from all her different. The angles of her screaming. It's and the... E-Honda, Zach. No, it was bad. I mean, it just... I mean, really, you don't... In all space things, like, a computer targets things, and then you should... Like, she's got to look and target and punch towards each of these things. It's a horrible idea. It's very intuitive, though. No, what be? no. <laughs> no here, here, two things. You're right. If you don't have computers that can do things faster than humans... But uh, I hope they do. I want a good shot, though. Two things I wonder. One, that you're not the only person on the internet thinking that. No, this is probably the most infamous.
infamous part of this entire pilot, from what I've from what I've it heard from the Babylon Five. I really enjoyed the pilot outside of that. I think it. I think it could have been a decent show if you got rid of that. That needs to be one of those things that when you know you go back and watch the pilot and then change things for the yeah, yeah. You know, first episodes. That needed to go. I, I wondered, and I don't. Maybe this is just me defending it. I wonder, you know, one time I had like the like the computer thing, and I I wonder if there is computer interaction with it, like it's it's still together not. because I I think it's kind of a different now. The, okay, the Berserk's insane. I like that's over the top, but I I'm not completely sold that you can't do some version of this to make it work. But why? Why would I punch and kick rather than pull a trigger? Uh, why off, would they off why? topic? <laughs> uh, well, not really, but the the giant spiky thing she was shooting at that thing was cool. That was the, the, the ship, the, the, the mine that then split yeah, up. Yeah, yeah that thing yeah, was, that cool. was super cool. Oh, some of the design stuff, yeah, I agree. Things like that, like Way that's that's the holodeck. The D twelve of Doom. Yeah, the D twelve of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. It was a big yeah. hexagon cube. Oh, that was really cool. It's one of those shows that it would have been interesting. Like Brianna said, you don't get a lot from most of the characters, but knowing how Jamie and Mike can do characters, I would like to see. It would have been interesting to see if he pulled, you know, if, what would have happened with the characters. And again, like the hand, the hand overarching plot is a cool thing. I think it, and it got a lot cool. of good stuff. And, I you, mean, and I do agree. They'd have to write it in such a way where you wouldn't be like, okay, this is lame that you just pulled these guys out after this other giant thing happened. Yeah. You know, you'd have yeah. to figure out a way to do that well. But again, with the pilot, you're only getting the ba- bare bones in there. I, I remember being annoyed by this with, like, one manga I read where, like, Yu Yu Hakusho, you had this long-term anarchy, he's this really cool opponent, and then, like, later on it's like, oh, but we got these other guys who are, like, even ten times stronger, and it's like, mm. at some point, like, believability starts creeping yeah. in, and it's like, mm. I will say, the Lensman Chronicles, which is a uh, old-school space... Opera sort of thing. This is not book. the podcast I signed up for. No, but <laughs> but his book is E E Doc E E Doc. I don't know what is. It. I forget. I have the books on my shelf. But anyways, I bought him partly because Jane Michaels things on the back, and he's like he's like, oh, these are great, and you can get reading him this sense that he got like the the first ones, the shadows and the Vorlons, because there's always like they beat someone, and then there's a bigger version of the same guy behind them in these books. Okay, um, and. I, so I wonder if he just some of that's built in, and even the stuff he grew up reading of these sort of space opera sort of stuff. Interesting. It's interesting. I haven't read all of them, but there's like six or seven novels. Okay. Well, also, a waste of space on that ship to have that giant room she floats in. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably not actually that big. I was in, impressed by the the amount of space the holding cell had. That's a nice big jail holding a, yeah, cell. Yeah, that's true. Um, Why the diplomats are the just diplomats in there. It's a good question. Because they knew there was have uh... many long hallways and closets. <laughs> I love Turk's name. Like, what does this mean? Like, don't touch me. I'm never having another child again. <laughs> <laughs> having having a, a Drazi Granger was, was kind of amazing. I thought he was. It, it seemed like they took his uh, makeup to the next level this yep. time too. Hmm. Was, he was I, an elite Drazi. It was a little fancier. I was pretty impressed. <laughs> like he, I, I'm sure there's stuff planned for him. Oh, yeah. Humor-wise. How can mm. there not be? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the rest of the cast. First off, the captain was... I enjoyed him at some times, and other times I was like, you're a little too aware of how handsome you are. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, sorry. I, I didn't like mean to I want to get Brand, But he reminded me, some of his setup, Zach, reminded me of the old... Um, it was the early 2000s, late 90s, when... Um, they made all those shows based on Gene Roddenberry's old shows, oh, yeah, like yeah, Andromeda yeah. and stuff. Yeah. It reminded me of that sort of style. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like the captain. I didn't 
Yeah. Like when Kevin Sorbo was the captain of a spaceship. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't hate him. I just if I was a director, like going forward, I'd like tone down the Kirk a little bit. That'd just, that'd just be my my instinct. <laughs> yeah, uh, I he didn't really have like he's like oh we gotta rush over to this place and then he's like slightly jog in the corridor <laughs> like I got my sleeves rolled up I'm a casual cool laid back captain and uh, I don't know they yeah. did have that kind of like it was more of a a, a fraternity than yeah. A, yeah. a ship because like mm. you're right they always called him they never called him captain no it was That's there true. was it was always like I wonder if it's a ranger thing oh that might be. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a very Mimbari thing not to use titles. Mm, true. Yeah. <laughs> true. That's true. And you had to get your quote of saying, we live for one, die for one, oh, every, like Lord. twice a day. You know Great. what, though? I was really, probably the thing I liked best about this entire episode. Do you want to sit on the couch? No. Jakar? Because Jakar, you never have too much Jakar. Oh, no, yeah. No, Jakar was like, in fine form. I loved his, like... Why do you always emphasize the end of that? Yeah, yeah. for the one. I, I, it was. great. Jakar is fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he gets summoned by the captain, he's like, "Okay, gotta go. Love, love and kisses. Bye bye." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's but like that's we got a nice mix of Jakar. Like that was the sassy Jakar, but then a lot of a lot of this, he's very like almost grandfatherly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he's not as yeah. concerned about like because the, the Rangers don't like treat him like a uh, you know like a. Grand Puba, like the the Narn were at the end of season five, so he just got to be kind of this this sage dispensing advice, you know, kind of pushing people in the right direction. And you got the you got the meme Shakar in that one scene. <laughs> well, he was the he was the perfect character to start it, you know, to send off a mm-hmm. new show. You know, yeah. he was a, the good. He's like having a Nimoy send off a new yeah, Star Trek. Yeah, he was a good one to do that. Mm-hmm. Any other characters from the main cast that's Stood out to you, Brianna? Um, I didn't like the girl. Yeah, I was not a fan of her either. Not just because of the fighting Yeah, system, no, but... no, not be, not even, like... Yeah, she could... gets to wear no sleeves. She's, like, the only one, like, yeah, I don't need sleeves. It's so she can punch better. <laughs> oh, yeah. She has a very active role. In... <laughs> I don't know. She's just annoying. I don't know. She was always like, ah, David. <laughs> yeah. David. It seems like there was something there. Like, a story in the past. Yeah. With those two. How about the Maybe. Narn? What do you think about the Narn? She looked weird. <laughs> I mean, like, like her. Can you let Sorry. me talk? <laughs> Ooh. I was like, she didn't. Like, her head was smaller. You know, like something about the way they did her makeup job. Like, mm. she didn't have the big, for lack of a better term, butt thing on her head. <laughs> I was gonna say like flare back, but yeah, the the lizard. The, yeah, yeah, she looked less less uh, reptilian. Um, mm. I don't know compared to like. Uh, what was Jakar's assistant? Um, Natoth? Yeah, yeah. She seemed like a less evolved version, maybe? I don't know. It could be. Yeah, I feel like we didn't get to know a lot about the other cast members aside from the captain, the... Tulan. Tulan, and... The girl, kind of. Tarak a little bit. Yeah, and the girl a little bit. But yeah, there are some other ones there that we didn't really know. We we didn't even get, like, because there was a lot of time where they're, you know, they're sitting around the table... Nothing comes up like, hey, this weird, like, weird little things that you say and then you, mm-hmm. it'll make you think, like, oh, what does that mean? Mm. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I could have gone for more of that or any of that. Yeah, I agree. Like, early on, with, especially with Dulan and the captain, like, they were bantering and all this stuff. Yeah. But, like, as soon as they got into action mode, yeah. like, we the, didn't have any bantering. Yeah, there was no time for any of that. I mean, it was, it, it was a really good crisis. I mean, it was yeah. almost like... There's nothing else to do. At the same time, they were just, like, cruising through space for who knows how long. Yeah. 
I felt like we were kind of stuck in a loop for a while. Like, mm. okay, we're, sh- we're we're cruising along. Oh, there's a ship. Oh, we destroyed it. Okay, we're cruising. Oh, there's a ship again. <laughs> I know when I when I thought it was gonna be a when they started like kind of the the chase sequence. It's like, oh no, this is the last Jedi all over again. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, interesting. I think there is certainly a lot of potential. It does, a lot of potential. It, it does. Yeah. It does have some of the bugs that are that you get a lot with TV pilots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we we talked about the Babylon Five TV pilot had some weird things that different cast members got changed out. Maybe <laughs> maybe they would have found a different weapon specialist. Who knows? Um, what, or a different this, weapon. Or a different weapon. Was this done? You guys said before, but before Crusade. This was done after Crusade. Um, on Sci-Fi Network, and for one, oh, I on Sci-Fi, but Crusade was still done on TNT, a uh, TNT, which TNT was part of the yeah. problem. Well, yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, Crusade had a lot of network interference stuff. To me, it feels like Sci-Fi would have been a, a good pick for it, but unfortunately, when they aired this pilot, apparently they aired it like on the same night as like an AFC NFL Championship game, mm. and so it had horrible ratings, and so it was just a non-starter. That wasn't a good plan. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you wouldn't think that, like, sci-fi and football have a lot of cross audiences, but, you know, it's still... There's a lot of football watched in the deal household. Well, true, but... And sci-fi. Well, yeah, but we didn't. We, we never had cable, so that yeah, wouldn't have been a factor for us. Well, we did at the end. Satellite. Yeah. yeah. At the end. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> And when we were older, not when we were kids. When uh, we were high school. And toward the end of your... Uh, childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Going into... Well, anyway. Uh, to older childhood. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, it's if you've never seen this odd little TV movie, um, I think it's worth checking yeah. out. It's entertaining. It's kind of a picture of what might have been. And I think this is, um, sadly enough, I think this is our last glimpse of Jakar. So... Mm-hmm. Aww. Yeah, so it's worth it's worth it for Jakar alone. Yeah, uh, that that scene at the end was satisfying when, you know, like where are they taking Jakar? And then he's like, "Not everyone is as they seem." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. gonna get him to Babylon Five. <laughs> no, we saw Babylon Five. <laughs> yeah, nice little ending there. Yeah. All right, so next time we will do a call to arms, which is the well, it was a Babylon Five movie, but it was essentially a tie-in for the upcoming Crusade. So, and I've never actually seen Crusade myself, so I'm excited to get into that. It's mixed. Yeah, <laughs> like what does a, that means that means there's a lot, so a lot of good potential, and some episodes are a little painful, and some are are good. Okay, that's exactly what it means. Okay, yep. Yeah. <laughs> So be looking forward to that. Until then, be sure to check out Derailed Trains of Thought at derailedtrainsofthought.blogspot.com for your premier podcast on storytelling. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. Bye-bye.